Hey, we're back at Hoagie's Garage in the Village of Leicester. I don't know if I've said the Village of Leicester before, Tobe. Doesn't matter, but we'll throw her in there now. <laughs> Wishing we had races on TV, but the uh, All-Stars got rained out again or something tonight. Four straight nights. That oh, sucks. Oh, my goodness. But yes. what a big night tonight for us. <laughs> you're not You're not a kid, Tobe. You know, I reach out uh, to drivers all the time. And, you know, just kind of keep praying that uh, they're going to respond and want to be on the show. Just willing to sit down and chat with us. And who do you get? Lance DeWeese. Lance DeWeese. I mean, obviously not a Midwest, our local guy here, but thank goodness for Flow and Dirt Vision. We've been able to watch this guy drive, and it, he's one of the best, though. Yep, yeah, he does. He's Everybody knows him that knows sprint car racing. Heck yeah. of a nice guy from what we've been told and what we know of him. Looking really, looking forward to the interview. Yeah, not going to lie. My, you know, I, <laughs> I don't get I'm too nervous, nervous you, usually, but, you know, and I was thinking, how, how am I going to answer the phone? Do I need to say Mr. Lance DeWeese or, you yeah. know? Um, but, hey, he has more than 100 wins at uh, Port Royal. Yeah. He has more than 100 wins at William Grove. Um, he's got a lot at Lincoln. I know yep. it's not in the hundreds, but he doesn't go there the as often. The man wins when he races. It's, you know, it's fun to watch. Oh, man. So we're we're pretty excited. A little <laughs> nervous and really excited. Yep, so, looking forward to it. Um, hey, it's going to be a great show. Really uh, looking forward to it. Please, uh, please listen, and we'll come back with Mr. Lance DeWeese like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. And we're here with Lance DeWeese. Uh, Lance, can you just give us a little information about you and your family? Well, my name's Lance DeWeese. I've been racing sprint cars now for 36 years. And I'm married to a lovely um, wife and have a um, great kid that's going to start racing this year so everything's great in my family well, you'll be extra busy then if the boy's going to start racing yeah it's 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 going to be a hectic schedule for me this year um but i'm actually excited and looking forward to it you bet what's what's uh what's your boy gonna race he's gonna race 600 micros all right oh, okay that'll be awesome that'll be awesome got a couple tracks close to home then that he can run at or Oh yeah, there's there's a good many tracks here since. Well, I know there's a ton of them out there, but I didn't know if yeah. they run the micros. You know, I don't know what all runs out there. We just basically watch the sprints here most of the yeah. time. But no, they. I mean, there's one, two, three, four, five, six probably tracks that race six hundreds. You know, over the weekend, 
Yep. And then you have um, Wednesday tracks that race some on the Wednesdays, like the action track and all. So um, there's plenty of places to go racing. And um, that's kind of one of the reasons that we kind of picked the 600 to get him started in. Because with my schedule, it's, you know, it's when I have an off weekend or whatever, we can go race. So um, sure. that that's, you know, one of the reasons with the 600s. And you travel, I mean, you can race them all over the place. So um, there's there's plenty of places to go race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it seems to be, racing's been picking up the last few years, it seems like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, so how yeah, did, I mean, how go did, ahead. go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, <laughs> you were giving. How did you get involved in racing, Lance? What drew you to it back when you started? Um, well, funny thing about it is I grew up around late malls. I mean, I'm talking like when I was one year old. And um, my my dad and his brothers owned what back then was late malls. They were 55, 56 Chevys and raced at Hagerstown and Jennerstown. And um, I would be in the grandstands playing the stones like when I was one year old. Um I don't have a lot of memories of that because I was so young. Yep. But um, as I got older, um, I actually was a speed skater. And when we got to 16, um, me and my dad were out riding around one day on a rainy day and went past this um, micro track and went past a place that sold micros. And we stopped in and a couple months later, I had a micro. And next year, we were racing micros. So, um, so- so you started it's, out with it, micros then? Yeah, and then yeah the 270 up. micros, yeah. Okay. Hold yeah, on. I raced them for three years. Hold on one sec. You said you were a speed skater? Yes. Like the short track that we watch on the Olympics not, where no, they go no, around? Not ice. Not ice. Roller. Okay. Roller skates. And okay. then basically what inline skating took over now. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, you bet. How many how many different teams have you raced for or owners have you raced for over the years? Do you know? Keep track oh, of all that? No, I don't keep track. I mean, we have records of it. My mom's kept record for about everything I've ever done, but um, I wouldn't know that off the top of my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can More than up. one and less than 100. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's probably realistically around the 10. Okay. I mean, I can, you know, you know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven range. You know, if you count the the one offs I drove the Wecker car one time. Yeah. Um, so I mean, probably you know, ten, eleven range. That you know, there's kind of the well for us, you know, we know the iconic cars, you know, there's that brick car. You mm-hmm. drove that for a year or two too, didn't you or so? Seven and a half years I drove. Seven that. and a half years. Oh, that's how well yeah. I paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of the the break I got to get started and you know start winning races. What's what's the hardest part? Is it the hardest part about racing? Is is it the driving? Is it the travel? Is it finding sponsors? What what it to you? What is the hardest part about driving a sprint car? About well, it, it's different from situation to situation. You know, right now for me, the hardest thing is um, age. Um, you know, the, I've done it so long, and the body's been beat up so much that you know, I, you know, I can handle so much, and then then the body kind of tells me it needs a break. And um, 
you know, probably the hardest thing is the mental part of it, of, you know, trying to win and trying to be competitive, you know, with, you know, wherever you're at. It don't matter if it's one of the best funded teams around or, you know, just a, you know, a father-son deal that's, you know, you know, want to be competitive, but, you know, they don't necessarily have the funds to do it 100% right, but they work their butts off and do it. And, you know, we won races, you know, in all different situations, you know, with different teams. So, you know, one you know, one of the things I'm most proud of with my career is, you know, I could take a team that nobody thought I could win with and win with it. So um, that's kind of, you know, one of the things I kind of proud most about my career is, you know, we've always been able to win, you know, kind of no matter whose team it was. Yeah. And, and win at every level. I mean, you're not just talking any track out where you, you're racing against a ton of guys all the time and you have – Hundreds and hundreds of wins. Not everybody can say hundreds of wins. You can say that more than once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we just, that, that's, as I tell everybody, that just means I'm old, too. I've been doing it a long time. I've been fortunate enough to do it a long time. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we, you know, our racing in here is different now. But, you know, when I started, you know, we start back in heat races and have to qualify and get handicapped and start 12th in a feature to try to win the race. You know, how the handicap system. Yep. Yep. So, you know, we learned how to race and learn how to pass race cars. And I think that's, you know, why some of the PA guys, you know, Fred Raymer and, you know, Steve Smith come from, you know, central PA and, yep. you know, some, you know, Greg and all these people, even Darren Pittman, when he come in here and raced, I think he became a better racer once he did that because you had to pass race cars. You know, you couldn't, you know, yeah. we didn't run a lot of time trial shows back then like we do now. So um, it, it made you uh, to be a different racer. Learn, you learned how to pass cars. I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I almost wish they'd go back to that because I think the racing was better. I mean, not, not to be mean to anybody, but I prefer for one of the faster cars to get a flat tire in the first lap of the race. So he has to go to the back and then you can watch him come through the field. It's, yeah, well, it, the problem with the, the handicap thing is, and they've, they've experimented in here many different ways. Like the Grove, how they, Williams Grove does it now is they handicap us in heats. So, for example, I start eighth in a heat on a regular show. Well, then how they do it now is how you finish the heat is how they line up the feature. Well, anymore, how equal everything is and how equal all the cars are, it's hard to go from eighth to win a heat. Well, oh, yeah. it's almost, you know what I mean? It's hard to go from eighth to fifth at times. Depends on how the track is. So, you know, it's one of those deals that, you know, the handicap racing back in the 90s and early 2000s was great. You can't do that now because you just take an outlaw. You know, people talk about the outlaw shows and they start the fast cars up front. Yeah. Well, if you look at the time trials, the guys sitting in the second row of an outlaw show are fast. Oh yeah. So if yeah. you invert those two rows, you're gonna have the same result. They're they're hundredths like the of guy. a second slower as well. Yeah. And that's the biggest difference now is the cars are so equal and everybody's so fast. There's nobody got a huge advantage and you know, until the tracks get right and get slick where you can race on them, you know, it, it's very hard to pass on anybody. Uh, especially a heat race when the track is Till tacky, you could say everybody's fast. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, yep. the, the wetter the place is, it, it kind of really equalizes everybody, and everybody's got really good motors nowadays. So, yeah. um, there's 
there's just no, you know, it basically after the two laps of a start, you're kind of done. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much after that. Then the heat races are follow the leader. Yeah. So you're, you were talking about your age, you know, so why do you keep racing? I mean, what, what keeps oh, you I, going I, each week? Oh, I still love it. I mean, especially racing the way we race with 69K and Kreitz team. Um, you know, we race basically 35, 40 races a year now. You know, that's a huge difference in 80 to 100 a year. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, they're, you know, like here at the beginning of the year here, I'll race beginning of March. I have Poor Earl's opener. The next weekend, I have the Grove opener. And then after that, I don't race till towards the end of April, me personally. Yeah. So, you know, I get a break. And, you know, during the summer months and all that, that's what. And the other thing with our whole team is everybody's up in age. You know, Donald's, you know, a couple years older than me, but he has, you know, some pretty good health issues um, with his concussions. And then our mechanic's 80, I think he'll be 88 this year. An icon icon in the racing world. Yeah. So, you know, we have to be careful on how everybody, you know, works and races. None of us are 20 anymore. No. And, you know, since I've been there, we've had a lot of success and our our whole package works perfect for all of us. And, you know, I'm very happy around 35, 40 times a year. I don't need to run 80 times a year anymore. You've done and, that um, enough in the past. I've done that enough and we're competitive. And when we show up, we know we're right, we're fresh and we're ready to go. You bet. All right. Hey, uh... Let's let's take our first break here, and then when we come back, we'll talk some more with Lance here in a second. The Laurel Ridge Barn. It can host corporate events, fundraisers, award ceremonies, family reunions, photography studio time, and always weddings. This barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website laurelridgebarn.com you can also call them at 605-951-0867 you can call or text that number again that's 605-951-0867 they are located at 47677 slip up creek road no i didn't make that up it's 47677 slip up creek road in sioux falls south dakota so if you have a wedding or any of those other things give them a look because i'm telling you this place is amazing all right we're back here with lance um are our race car race car drivers a little bit crazy i mean <laughs> you guys go so fast i mean you can you know almost reach out and touch the car right beside you and I know I, we were in, sitting here near last year, I think, Lance, when you were covered in oil and you were still driving the heck out of that car. I mean, are, are race car drivers all there? <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, I, I think, you know, I'm a pretty calm person. I'm a pretty mild mannered person. And, and so um, there's not too much gets me wound up. And I've been around long enough, I've seen it all. You know yep. I mean? You know, so... Um, you know, the Tusk War 50 is a big race for us. We we work hard all year for that race. And, you know, we were, you know, we had an oil line come loose and, you know, 
covered me with as much oil as I've ever been covered with in my life. And, you know, we, we were fortunate enough to get it fixed at the halfway point, but I couldn't hold on the steering wheel. I couldn't see out my visor. And just the whole deal, you know, I knew even after halfway, like once we got going again, I knew I was going to be in trouble. Because just it, it, as soon as we got the lap cars, I couldn't see good enough to really keep attacking. And and it, it showed. I just slowed my pace up too much. And, and that's one of the few times afterwards that I, I was a little upset. I threw a helmet. Yeah, just kind of, you know, just upset because we put ourselves in a position like we work hard to do and felt like we we gave a race away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, the funny thing about that is I watch every race that we run. You know, that's the nice thing about flow and dirt vision oh, and everything. Isn't nowadays. that amazing? Try to, you know, see what I did wrong, see where we could be better, see what I was doing right, see what the competition's doing. You know, we've done that forever. And... I didn't watch that race, I would say, until probably about a month ago. Because <laughs> I didn't need to watch it. You know I mean, it was going to frustrate me. And, you know, it just, you know, yeah. you know, we we work hard. And, you know, even though I won that thing seven times already, I wanted that eighth one. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it's it's a race I look forward to every year. I, yeah. I love long-distance races. So, um, it just it was just one of those deals. And, you know, we... we you know, we had some problems that we couldn't fix, and some of it was that we weren't quite prepared, and that was on my part. I didn't have a spare helmet in the infield. Never really thought about it. Never have before. Yeah, yeah. well, would you need one you know, for most of the time, you know? Yeah, so, so you know, one thing about, it, like, the Grove National, there was a spare helmet and everything <laughs> sitting there ready outside, sitting where everybody knew it was at case something happened. I needed it. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you know, it's just one of those deals. You know, it's a racing deal. I've, yeah. I've been through a lot, but it was a very frustrating night. Yeah. Well, I know there's probably been several for you with the career as long as you've had, but what's what's been one of the highlights of your career? Oh, well, I mean, my first Williams Grove National when with the 461 would be one of the top ones. My second one would, um, that would have been my third one with Al Hamilton, we started 13th and against the outlaws and won it. Um, that kind of sticks in, but I mean, they're, they're all, you know, I mean, my tusks were fifties. Yeah. They're just all special to me. And, um, you know, and some of the, the races that stick in my mind is, are just not that you know, it was a big race. You know what I mean, but, um, you know, me and Larson and, um, I'm trying to think who was in the battle with us. Um, race five to go Port Royal one the other year, and I drove by um, whoever was on the second. I drove by him, might have been Macri, drove by him, and drove by Kyle to win it with five to go. You know, what I mean, just yeah, you know, just you know, good hard racing, but it was fun, you know, good clean yeah. hard racing, and you know, it was fun. So, um, you know, they're all they all stick in my mind as far as that. Um, but the Grove Nationals, you know, the first one who had been the ones probably the most mean the most to me you bet so why why are you so good on the bottom i mean i know you run high low mid, middle you you can run anywhere but you know we're watching on flow and all of a sudden you know 
Here, here's Deweese. He's flying on the bottom, and nobody else can run the bottom, but you can. Is it you? Well, Is it the car? Is it the motor? What What do you got everything. going? It's everything. I've always been a very good bottom racer. You know, I've always been good on slick racing like that. I've always been able to slow up and go fast, you know, as, as we say. Yeah. And, um, and the bottoms are hard to run when they get slick at a lot of racetracks. And, um, you know, we've always been pretty good at it. But then when I got in, and, you know, the flip side of that, the, the guy I'm driving for, when he was a driver, he probably was one of the best at it. So, you know, I got into a car that's kind of designed to run the bottom. You know what I mean? Everything yep. they work on and everything they do is designed to run the bottom. What kind of the difference is when I got in the car, well, I can run the top. So, you know, we still can run the top now, but the car is so good on the bottom, you know, in the middle at times that it, it just, you know, we just get rolling. And, um, you know, we've been rolling along for a number of years now, being able to do that and, you know, run places where nobody else can run. You know I mean? Um, I, I get enjoyment how people coming down to the bottom block me. And, you know, <laughs> we go, we go buy them on the, you know, the middle of the track then, or, you yep. know, I just go to the top and go by them. But it's just, it's, you know, it's always fun to do that because I, you know, it's just, you know, when they come down, think they're going, you know, hold you up and you can go elsewhere. And that's, that's the thing that makes us so tough. I think is we can run anywhere. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm not going to knock the wall down for 25 laps. You know what I mean? But most of the time I don't have to. Yeah. And that's the big difference. Yeah, I've heard it, you know, I talked to several different people throughout the year in the pits and whatnot, and I've heard it before, too, from different guys that it doesn't make sense, but like you said, sometimes you got to go slow to be fast. Well, yeah, that's, you know. that's in a lot of racing. I mean, you, know, you take, um, you know, out in your guys' area, some of the best guys to run Knoxville, like Lasalski and um, Brian Brown and Wolfgang in his yep. heyday, and just, you know, they know how to run the bottom. Yep. You know, they'll run the bottom out there. It'd be good. And, you know, Brad Sweet has learned how to race the bottom. You know, shots are always pretty good with the bottom. Yep. So, um, but it's like that a lot of places, you know, and then the Grove, like the Grove route, well, he's always been good at the bottom, but then the Grove, I have a knack of, I run three and four a little different than most people and can make a lot of speed doing it. So, um, you know, it just, it's just how you learn to race and grow up racing. You know, i just been doing it a long time. I've been fortunate enough to be able to adapt to the different types of racing too you mean you know there you know we run a lot faster now even when it's slick and slow we run a lot faster now than what we did you know 15 years ago you know so it, you, know, that, it's, it, you think it's that's always, just the better components or the engine tires what i mean that well the difference. engine tires um shocks just everything everybody everybody's so fast and it's just like anything else you know, you you, know, you take like nascar this um, next gen car. Yep. You give them guys, you know, six months on that car without changing the car, those cars will be faster. Yep. You know what I mean? Just by they work hard, figure stuff out. And you know, we we do the same thing. All racers do the same thing. And they you know we'll figure it out. And when there's a little bit of rule change, there's always a little bit of difference. But you're time after time after time you find something that's a little faster, a little faster. Yeah. And, Little different yeah, shock just, package or yeah, just little something. I mean, yeah, doesn't take much bit. when you're no, you know, you're talking, you know, hundreds of seconds is what like in hot or time trials and whatnot and different things, but that makes yeah. the difference in a race. 
Yeah, I mean, it, there's nothing. You know, I mean, to be a half second, you know, five tenths to cover yep. the whole top twenty cars. Yeah, you absolutely. Know I mean? At times, you know, I've I've been at Volusia County the one year. It's been back a little ways, but we were like twenty something, twenty second quick, twenty third quick. Missed the cut. Missed the inversion in the heat. That's when they still inverted people. Yep. And we're coming in. And, yeah, we're kind of half mad at ourselves for not being a little bit faster. But you look at the time, the tenth would have put me six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and then you think about how quick a tenth really is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's oh, crazy. It's, it's it's crazy when you watch them yeah. time trials and even the laps when they're racing the times. It's 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 incredible to watch. Yeah. And um, I showed somebody one time at Williams Grove just because yeah, it's Williams Grove. And that's where I race most. But yeah. I, t- I timed a lap, and then I timed a lap. I picked a pole and timed a lap on a car, okay? Then I timed that same car, started at one pole, and stopped at a pole sooner, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to say the difference in the pole is probably, I'm just guessing off the top of my head, it's 40 feet or so. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a tenth. Yeah. There's two poles. <laughs> now put 10 cars in there. Yeah. yeah you know there I mean? ain't room hardly for 10 cars. No. And that's, that's you know, sometimes you also have to be, like, you have to realize you're not as bad as you think you are sometimes. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? And, and you know, that's, that's the hardest thing nowadays, to realize you're not as far off as you may think you are. Yep. You might run 15th, but you're, like you said, a tenth of a second off. Yeah. that much. Yeah. So I'm sure there's lots of guys throughout the country, especially in PA, that look up to you. But is there some drivers you've looked up to over the years when you were younger or even now? Well, I, I've always respected Doug Wolfgang because, like I said, he he was racing the Riker car when I started. The yep. Riker shop was like 15 minutes from where I grew up at. So I would buy a lot of used stuff from him. Um, you know, the Browns were working on both of them, so... Yeah, I, I was very fortunate. Got you know, meet him, know him a little bit, and they always kind of took decent care of me on that stuff. But I would say, Doug, you know, I didn't follow follow racing. You know, what I mean, sprint car racing or anything until I started racing. So it wasn't like I, you know, you know, grew up watching it. You know, what I mean, yeah. So, um, you know, Steve, Sammy, Doug, you know, I respect the heck out of what they did and accomplished. You know, these guys run around and travel nowadays and, you know, they bitch about their traveling a little bit. Well, they, they don't have, you know, yeah, compared what, to what Steve and them used to do, it, it's nothing nowadays. And what they're riding in. Yes. But, and it's, so, and but, it, you were saying I mean, about following racing, you know, like, you know, you go back 30 years ago and I was a kid, you know, it was so hard to keep up with it through the nation. You know, there was nothing yeah. to follow with. Now you can watch every race. Oh, now... I mean, we can get off the phone. I know something that happened in Florida 30 seconds ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, I, I, you know, I respect a lot of um, shots because I just think how he races. He's the cleanest, yep. cleanest racer I've ever raced against that wins like he does. And, um, you know, I, I think Sweet has come a long way, you know, in how he races and, you know, how good he's getting. So it's just, you know, I respect everybody. It's not, you know, I mean, 
you know, they're, they're, you know, there might be guys I don't care for, but I still respect them yeah. you know, as drivers, right. you know, racing. It's racing. You're not necessarily going to like everybody. No, no. That's just part of it. Yeah. So what's, what, and I'm sure you maybe have more than one, but, and, um, but what's your favorite track? What, where do you like, what do you like the best? Well, right now, my favorite track is Port Royal because Port Royal has done such a great job and has created such a great racetrack and facility. And the only reason I say that is I was there racing when the place was basically going to go under. And it was a dump. Nobody wanted to go there. And now they turn it into the best facility and best racetrack in central PA and one of the best in the country. So um, it's a top of my list right now. But Williams Grove, to me, is always a special place because I think it's one of the hardest racetracks to drive and drive correctly. And it shows when outsiders come in here that haven't been in here for any length of time and they struggle. And it don't matter who you are, they struggle. Yep. So, um, well, it's got it's to, just, you know, it's a long straightaway and the corners yeah, are tight. And there is, there is nothing else like it that I've ever seen. And it's just like Knoxville. To me, Knoxville is unique because there's not, like, we don't have flat big tracks in here. Everything we race on has got some banking. The Grove's about as flat as anybody, but it still has some banking, but it's totally different than like Knoxville. And Knoxville is one of those racetracks, to me, like the Grove, it's very hard to show up there and go really fast. And, I mean, you can when it's wet, but when it starts getting slick, when that place gets so technical, where you have to just get the left front on the berm just right to make the corner and keep the car hooked up and it's, you know, it's a very hard racetrack to me, just like Williams Grove. And, you know, I, I enjoy Williams Grove. And, you know, and maybe that's why I've had so much success there is I I enjoy it. You know I mean, I enjoy how hard the place is to run right. You bet. You bet. That's, that's definitely great. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane, Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. All right, we're back with Lance again. Um, we touched on it earlier a little bit, Lance. You know, but PA you know, is one of the best places in the world to race, or why is it? And the posse is such a tight-knit group with the fans and even the racers. You, know, you, you seem to all come together when the outlaws come in. 
you know, is it just everybody's love of the racing, or what do you think brings that like that? I think we're just we're very competitive in here, and there there is things like I mean, when I race against Fred Raymer, he would get booed and and be you know basically have to get rain out of a racetrack by the fans on how much they hated him. But I mean, if he would beat the Outlaws, they'd be cheer. Every single one of them that were booing was cheering. So <laughs> everybody's um, hero for the night or the weekend. Yes, yes. So um. I just, you know, they're very passionate. The cars, you know, we might not have the most funded cars in the country. Yeah. I mean, as far as, but our cars just are very supportive and love the race and are competitive. I mean, just like a lot of other places, but it just seemed like they're just always competitive and nobody wants to lose. Nobody wants to, you know, get beat and, especially about the traveling groups. So it just kind of is going on like that over, you know, before I ever started, you know, it was that way. So it just kind of build up and build up. And, you know, now the, uh, the, the outlaws play to it, you know, they, they promote it that way. And, you know, it's great for racing. And, yep. you know, I know, you know, so wants to beat us in here as much as we want to beat him, but there's also, a, you know, there's a ton of respect for you know, all of them too. You know what I mean? So it, it's just, you know, it's just, it's been going on longer than I've been racing. And now it gets so hyped because all the media and all the, Oh yeah. You know, Everybody can watch stuff. it now. So the media yeah. pumps it all yeah, up. So it gets, you know, you know, people, you know, can say what they want, but there has been no area like our area that has beat the outlaws or the all-stars consistently. Like we do. Yep consistently like we do you know it might then you know i don't think we've won one now for two years maybe at the grove yeah but there's still no yeah i mean there's no other area there's no gimme for the outlaws when they're coming yes yes so um it's you know it's neat and yeah it gets us up gets gets us fired up so um it's it's good you know i can i can remember even a little bit years ago yet when danny lozowski was running regularly here like at Houston's and Knoxville, and he was winning consistently, and the crowd would almost start to not like him. But when he went to run with the Outlaws, then he was the fan favorite around here, just about you could say, because he was the local boy that went big. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's just one of those deals. It's just hard, and but it's a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's a ton of fun racing. Yeah, I look forward to all the Outlaw shows. Um, it's it's it's, it's just it's just so much fun in here to race with them and race against them. So I think flow dirt vision and maybe a little Kyle Larson, Christopher bell, um, has really kind of changed sprint car a little bit. What, what do you see is the future for sprint cars? Cause I think it's at the biggest peak it's ever been. Well, I think, um, flow dirt vision have done a great job with their um streaming of the stuff you know before i called you i'm watching flow modified racing in florida i have mav tv on watching late malls at east bay you know if it wouldn't have got canceled tonight i'd have flow on watching all stars of so so would we so would we <laughs> so i mean they 
all of them have done such a great job, but their vision flow, I think, with how they've done their packages and the promoting that they do, I think, has really helped dirt track racing in general. Yeah. And I'm just not saying sprint cars. Yeah. And then I honestly believe that the Larson effect has really, really brought eyes to our sport, dirt track sport, because he does it with late models. Yeah, he runs everything. That, yeah, that, you know, here's a, a guy, a good guy that's just down to earth that just wants to race, and he happens to be now a cup champion. But yeah. he's, I'm telling you, because I know him, we play golf, he's a good kid, and he just wants to race. Yep. You would never know he is who he is if you were you know, just talking to him out in the public or playing golf with him or whatever. He's just a good kid. And it, it's it's amazing to me, you know, that he just wants to race, you know. You know, he truly you know, loves in, it. Yeah, he's in Georgia where it's, you know, thirty degrees out at a late ball show, racing on a late ball. Yep. He could be sitting at his house and um, Lake Norman would be you know, not doing enough, but he just wants to race. And, you know, he, you know, I think he, him especially, you know, Bell and um, Stanhouse and these other guys, you know, help some, but with Larson's success that he had when he was away from NASCAR for that one year. Yep. And then his success with NASCAR. And now, even with his success at NASCAR, he's no different. He's the same guy. Yeah, that's... And he just wants to race. And I think, you know, that attracts people. It attracts... I honestly believe he has sent more eyes to NASCAR than people realize. Oh, absolutely. And he's got more eyes to dirt track and... I think people realize that part of it. Yep. From the NASCAR end of it, you know what I mean? Yep. So it, it's just to me, you know, it's just funny, you know, how just a, a guy that just loves the race just happens to be very good at what he does. And, you know, just he's an everyday guy. And, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just neat to see that. But I truly believe between the two streaming sources of flow and, Dirt Vision, and then him has really, you know, helped our sport especially, you know what I mean, with, you know, the note of, you know, everybody's known it and seen it and, you know, paying attention to it now, you know yeah. what I mean? The whole world is following it now, just about, you could say. And and I like yeah. how you put that, the Larson effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I just, you know, hey... I want to beat him as bad as anybody oh, when we're absolutely. racing against yeah. each other. Okay? And he wants to beat me as bad as he, you know, he wants to beat anybody. But I'm also a realist. And that's probably what's helped my career a lot. I know, you know, he's the most talented guy ever strapped in a race car. Yeah, There's that's... nobody's ever done what he's done. Yeah. And... To be able to win in all them different classes in the same year. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm going to race a late ball here later in the year for a benefit race. 
okay? Yep. I watched him climbing a late model for the first time. Now, he tested a little bit, but climbing a late model first time and showed up port roll and looked like he's been racing a late model his whole life. <laughs> Are you saying we expect the same out of you then? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, you know, you know, the, you know there's, the racing's a little different, you know, and, you know, We'll see. I mean, I'm gonna get tested. So I'm gonna see how you know how it goes. I think I'm gonna be okay. Um, but it just he just blows me away with how how good he really is. And yeah, and yeah, I'm fortunate enough to call him a friend. And um, yeah, and but I think he's done so much for <coughs> short track racing. It's unbelievable, and probably more than people realize. Yeah, but dirt vision and flow you know with what they've done has really grown our sport and you know there's probably certain promoters that don't think streaming you know the races help them you know initially but i don't i don't know how you can't you know what I mean yeah yeah because i yeah you know, i flat out you know Financially wise, it has to help the racetrack some. I'm sure it's not as great as some tracks compared to the other. But yeah. hey, Millbridge, a 600 micro go kart track, is on dirt vision. Yeah, yep, yep. We've watched that and, several times too. And it's a well known racetrack now. Yep, yep. So I mean, it's it's just I think nowadays you know it's it's so much of that stuff is so good with how they do it, and then. Dirt Vision Flow is so good at how they sell it and promote it, and they don't. To me, it's the best hundred and fifty bucks you could spend for a year at Flow. Yeah, absolutely. And well, we had we had Blake Anderson on here a couple of weeks ago, and Flow's making improvements for this year. They're adding cameras and they're getting a new infield reporter, and you know they're making it better this year again over the last year. Well, yeah, every year they get they get better at it. Yep. You know, they learn what they need to do or, you know, the the drone shots are really cool if you ask me when they're following the cars around at speeds and, you know, stuff like that. You know, and both of them, vision, you know. So, it, it's, to me, it's just, yeah, they're improving, which improves our sport. Hey, you, I, I just have to ask, because you said you and uh, Kyle Larson went golfing. Who wins? He's never beat me on the golf course yet. There you go. <laughs> That's what's important right there. <laughs> That's the only thing I can say is he's never beat me on the golf course yet. Um, but, it, you know, we, we have a blast. Like I said, he's he's such a down-to-earth guy. Yeah, we just have a blast together. You know, last year our schedules were a little bit busier than what they were normally. We didn't get a chance to play in when he was around. But, um, actually, I was telling you about the Georgia race. I was actually down there golfing. Realize he was over there races. Or I went over watching. It's just it's just amazing what he does, you know, in these race cars. But yeah, nope. That's one thing I can say. He's never beat me out on the golf course. <laughs> we'll have to if we talk to him sometime. We'll have to ask him. <laughs> if, we can tease him a little bit for you if you'd like. Yeah, he can beat me on the racetrack some, but he he yep. can't beat me at the golf course yet. <laughs> there you go. We got, you know, both, both our golf games not very good right now because it kind of got thrown to the wayside a little bit this past year we yeah. don't play as much as we used to but okay we move on to the next one then so <clears throat> obviously you know you've been driving sprint cars for a long time 
How much difference is there really in sprint cars from when you started till now? Is it easier or harder to drive them now or back in the day? Or <laughs> Well, it's... I, I, it's hard to say easier or, or harder because it's different. Okay. You know, we run Port Royal now. The track where Port Royal is fourteen nine, I think. I remember Port Royal at seventeens was fast years ago. Yep. Now, when we're seventeens or eighteens, we can race on the racetrack because it's slick enough we can race. Sure. Um. The cars are probably a little easier to drive now than what they were 15, 20 years ago because of the tires. Okay. My, and I might have to say 20 years, 25 years ago, maybe. You mean, the cars themselves are really no different. Very little difference in the cars from now to when I started. Um, and the motors are more powerful. They make more horsepower. The wings are basically the same wings. You know, we're running a flat wing now, but other than that, you know, the wing size has been the same. Um, the tires are the biggest difference. And um, we, 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 when I won the Grove National in 96, um, Walter Dyer, the um, guy that owns the 461, he kept that car and it's in a little museum he has. You know, we, we go over there and visit or look at that car. And the tire sizes now are so much bigger than what, what they were then, especially oh, okay. the left rear. Especially the left rear. The left rear's gotten bigger, wider, and bigger. And I think that's just helped these cars. You don't see people spin out no more. No. And a lot of it's because the left rear's in these cars and you know, stuff like that. So um, I think they're a little easier to drive. But I think they're in the flip side that they're harder to a certain extent because they run faster now. Sure. But I think the difference is now is that you you can get away with mistakes nowadays easier than what you could, you know, twenty years ago. So this this might be a dumb question. I don't know, but um, you know. You, you guys always have to have push trucks to get you going or, you know, whatever they use nowadays to push start you. Do you have a really bad experience with anybody that's ever pushed you? I'm trying to think. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think if I ever had one run over me or not. Um, well, I haven't you pushed you, so it can't be me. <laughs> you know, it happens, you know, you'll get one at about one a year maybe somewhere that, you know, they – the car don't fire and the push truck gets off center and, you know, drives over a tire and messes the wing up. I really don't remember it ever happening to me. I'm trying to think. That's because your cars it, always run good. No, but I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm sure it probably has. It just don't stick in my mind. Or, you yeah, know, sure. You know, but, yeah. I, I've been flipped once being towed. Oh, really? I was, yeah, I was being towed in at Lincoln from the wreck. They had the front end hooked up and towing me, and it broke. I broke the front axle, and they had to like the one front wheel. It was connected a little bit by um, I forget brake line or raised ones or whatever a little bit, but they had it up like on the hood sitting. Well, they're towing me in the pit, and that fell down and went underneath the car, and 
I basically flipped being hooked to a tow truck. <laughs> so, uh, that's an original story there I've never heard yeah, before. That's, that's the only thing that sticks in my mind when that happened. But, um, I'm sure I probably had a push truck run over me and cut a tire. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, you know, but it's hard. Like, it's because if you, if those things lock up, you know, for some dumb reason, don't fire and lock up and he's away from you a little bit. Oh, yeah. It, there, I mean, there's no, you know. My reaction time ain't fast enough anymore. No, well, nobody's is because no. it just happens so quick. And, you know, always, you know, we get certain put, um, push truck drivers in here that, like, try to push you too fast. Yep. Which is one of the worst things you can do for a sprint car. Um, you can't be real slow, but just, yeah. you know, get us moving some bitch and we'll drive away from you. Yep, yeah, yep. I mean, you don't need to be shoving us, you know, forty mile an hour. We'll we'll get moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. But um, but yeah, other than that, and yeah, I don't. I'm sure it's probably happened, but I can't remember. Sure. Then it wasn't too. But it don't happen experience. like it used to. It does not happen like it used to. Okay. I mean, you used to be pretty calm and to see one. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know, once a month somebody drop over it. You know, a tire and get into the wing and stuff. Um, you know, you've won lots and lots of races. We all know that. But is there a race that you still want to win that you haven't won, or is there one that you've won in the past but you'd really like to get another one? Well, I mean, Knoxville National is always on my list, but, I mean, I'm also a realist. You, you can't show up once a year and expect to win it. That don't happen. Nobody's ever done that. I yep. mean, if you really think about Knoxville, in the last 20 years, how many guys have won it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about that once. Yeah. You had, what, four? I might be missing one in there. Yeah. You had shots have 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and before shots, you had Steve. You know, yep. before, you know, you had Lasowski has won it twice or three times. There, yeah. Yeah. And you make you think, I think about it. That's true. Yeah. I mean, other than, like, the last couple years, Sweets won it, right? Yeah, Sweets won it once. Um, yeah, but realistically, you, you know, the guys that put themselves in position have a ton of laps around their place. And that's why I tell everybody when, you know, you know Greg Hodnett probably was the best guy that raced in here that ever went there that could race that place very well. Never time good enough to get himself in a really good position, but he could race good there. Yeah, timing and, is an enormous thing down there. Yeah, and the flip side of that is I, I tell everybody they forgot that he raced on the outlaw circuit, so he raced that place a good bit, actually. Yeah. You know, I mean, at times. So, um, Knoxville, but I mean, we realize, you know, I mean, it's not going to happen. Um, yeah, really, in here, I've won everything, you know, all the big shows in here. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, realistically, the next one lies the one I want to win. So that's kind of all we worry about anymore. It's just, you know, we, the, the biggest difference in the deal I'm in now compared to other deals, we're not here to, to run third. So if we're running 10th and we're terrible, if I bring it in, pull off, they could care less. Yeah. That's not what we're there for. No sense yeah. wearing yeah. out the equipment. No. And when, before, you know, you maybe would stay out because you're chasing the points or you're doing something. Sure. You know what I mean? Now we don't worry about it. You know I mean? yeah, so, you know, there's, you know, 
other than, you know, Knoxville's, you know, always been on my list, but that's not, you know, going to happen. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, no, there's not nothing really, you know. Yep. Knoxville is kind of, you know, that's the biggest race there is for sprint yeah, cars. So everybody wants to win that one. List. Yeah. Yep. But there's only a few that's ever won it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not upset. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yep. it's not going, I'm not going to think about that in 10 years because, man, I really wish I had won that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I just, I'm, like I told you before, I'm realist. So, yep. I know how hard that stuff is. And, um, you know, I'd like to win another Grove National before I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, it'd be nice. We haven't had very good runs the last two years there. So, um, we, you know, we like to get, put ourselves in a position to try to win that. You know, I haven't won one with, um, since Greg's passing. I mean, yeah, I won that year that he passed away, but, yeah, I'd like to win another one. Yeah. So, we'll be rooting yeah, for you this year because we'll be watching it again. <laughs> yeah. But right now, we just worry about the next race that we're going to race. Yep. All right. Hey, we're going to take our last little break here, and we're just going to come back with some quick rapid-fire questions, and we'll let Lance go. So our last little break. The Laurel Ridge Barn. It can host corporate events, fundraisers, award ceremonies, family reunions, photography studio time, and always weddings. This barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website, laurelridgebarn.com. Um, you can also call them at 605-951-0867. You can call or text that number. Again, that's 605-951-0867. They are located at 47677 Slip Up Creek Road. No, I didn't make that up. It's 47677 Slip Up Creek Road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So if you have a wedding or any of those other things, give them a look because I'm telling you, this place is amazing. All right, so let's get uh, some rapid fire questions here. What What is your personal car? What do you drive? Right now it's a um, um, Duramax 2500 pickup. All right. What is the fastest you have ever driven on the highway? On the highway? <laughs> 155 probably. All right. That's about the round <laughs> figure for most of the guys we've talked to. Yeah. 140, 150, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, you, when you the, the flip side of all that is when you get that fast, normally the speed armor's not. You mean <laughs> it's not re- <laughs> not registering anymore. Yeah, or they're not that accurate their speeds. And also, when you run that fast, you tend not be really be looking at the speed armor. So <laughs> my yeah. my dad had a little S10 that he had a 283 in it, mm-hmm. and the speedometer only went to like 85 or 90, but the needle wrapped around to the P for park. Is where he had it one time, but we don't know how fast that was either. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just one of those. I one of my first cars was a '68 Chevelle Super Sport. Yep, nice that car. I just, I, well, it wasn't. I didn't have this. You know, I bought the. It was just a body and all that. I bought and paid seven five bucks for it. 
amazing thinking back on it. You know what I mean? I wish I had kept it. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, it had a 283 power glide in it. And I could be running 100 and downshift the first gear and just take off. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we, we've gone pretty fast in some cars on the street. Yep. Um, favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate. Um, favorite place to go to eat out? <sighs> As in like a chain type restaurant? And or don't like, care if it's a mom and pop joint down the street from the house. Well, Eddie V's is one of my favorites. It's a pretty high-end place that we go to when we're down in Florida. You bet. Uh, who's better, Aussie drivers or American drivers? Well, that's that's kind of a loaded question. Driver, that's a loaded question, but American drivers on slicker tracks, if it's a balls-of-the-wall little bull ring, the Aussie guys are pretty good on them. All right. Um, thinking back here, what's the best Christmas present you've ever gotten? Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's fine to I, just say pass. I, Cause I, I would remember. Really, I really can't. I mean, we're not, you know, me and my wife are not big with Christmas presents to each other. So I'm, and we're always, you know, when I was racing all the time, it's just like, they all run together. I mean, you don't really, I mean, so we'll have to pass on that one. No problem. Um, Cat person or dog person or neither one? We own neither. Um, I like both. I'm more of a dog lover than a cat lover. And I'm allergic to cats, so. Well, yeah, you don't want one of them in the house. <laughs> no. Um, but my son's the other way. He loves cats. So. <laughs> um, you know, obviously we touched on the speed thing before, but how many speeding tickets have you had? In my lifetime? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just guess. jeez. Oh, <laughs> it must okay, be more than see. one. Well, well, yeah, she's that's, that's more than almost a year there, but... Um, <laughs> Let me see here. I started driving in 84. So how many years is that? <laughs> <laughs> 35, 40? 40 years. Um, probably 30 tickets. Oh, that's if still I, less than Justin, wasn't it? Oh, Justin was high 20s, but he's way younger than yeah, you. Yeah, Justin Henderson was on here a while back, and he was in the upper 20s for tickets already. Well, I, there for a while, I was good for two a year. <laughs> oh man! But the be- best thing they ever done was raise speed limits for. Them. Yeah, get the interstates up there a little ways. Because I run the same speed I did twenty years ago, thirty <laughs> years ago. Since so, so everybody else runs faster now. Yeah, some mm-hmm. interstates you got to run ten, fifteen over just to keep up with traffic. Mm-hmm. You, if you come back from Florida on ninety-five, because we drive a lot to Florida, because it's so much simpler. It's about twelve hours for us. Yep, and. When you come from through Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina, you can run 90 mile an hour and be run with the flow of traffic. <laughs> it's Perfect. amazing to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, our, our last one. Uh, what's what's your favorite meal? My favorite meal: steak, mashed potatoes, corn. Man, Perfect. That is that that would fit very well with us. Also. Yep. Um, hey, Lance. Um, we've. So honored to have you on. So, so thankful for you being willing to do it for us. Is there anything else you want to say before we end the show? No, I just really enjoyed it. Um, don't hesitate. Give me a call. I'd be more happy to come on again. I, I enjoyed it. So, um, 
thanks for having me and you know have fun watching the races and hopefully you can see me in victory lane all right we'll do that you well, take care and have a good year all right thanks guys you bet thanks, thanks. see ya